0: Happy Labor Day, but you know what? We don't get off. We're still working because we are hard at work. It's your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brots, with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks.
1: It's been a tough Labor Day, Matt. Whew. It's been a long one.
0: Work worked so hard today doing a lot of nothing. A lot of nothing.
1: A lot of nothing.
0: That's a lot of work <laughs> to do, though, to do a lot of nothing.
1: It really is. It drains you. It really does drain you.
0: I'm exhausted. Sleeping in and doing nothing. No homework.
1: Nothing. 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 No work. No school.
0: No school, no work, oh. been great.
1: But we're here doing a podcast.
0: We are, because there's a lot happening, a lot happened over the weekend, a lot happening this week. We got a lot to talk about.
1: We got tonight, someone who's working in Notre Dame and Louisville, so the number nine fighting Irish head to Louisville tonight. Notre Dame is favored by 19, and the over-under is 55, so last year Notre Dame, successful year, uh, made it to the college football playoff um, semifinal, uh, lost to Clemson 30-3. to but undefeated in the regular season. Louisville, on the other hand, 2-10 and last year. So, and then Ian Book returns. Um, they want to avenge last year's um, na- loss. So, tonight should be a good game.
0: Uh, well, it should be a good game for Notre Dame. Notre Dame hmm. should win this game easily. Should blow them out of the water. This is a Louisville team that has lost 8 straight going back to last season. Did not win a conference game. And, of course, had a coaching change, right? Yeah, halfway coach? through. Yeah, so... This is a this Louisville team is just garbage. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't see them going far at all. Uh, I I don't see them doing much at all this year again. And they've got to face Notre Dame week one. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, this. You go back, and I, I just want to like share some of these like scores from last year. They had back to back. No. Oh my. Okay, I'm looking at this. The last five games they played last season. Boston College, Wake Forest, sorry, not Boston College, Wake Forest, Clemson, Syracuse, North Carolina State, and Kentucky. You know how many points they allowed? Minimum? Minimum they allowed.
1: Uh, I'll go with 35.
0: Oh, keep going higher.
1: 45. Oh, we're still going higher. Oh, my. How about 52? 52 was the lowest. Oh, my. And
0: they gave up 77 when they played Clemson. (laughs) This is a disaster. This is a disaster. Uh so the Louisville Cardinals they've gotta, they got to they got to get something.
1: Any any shot for them tonight?
0: No shot at all. No shot. Even though they're at home. I mean no Louisville's
1: kind of dangerous at home. Well, maybe not the last 2 years, but going into Louisville's kind of hard. But yeah, Notre Dame they really want to get back on the field after last year's embarrassing loss. So yeah. Ian Book should show up tonight.
0: Yeah, I want to make one correction. So their coaching change, Scott Scott Satterfield was a coach at Appalachian State. They hired him in the offseason, so they just got him um, back in December of last year. So this guy who had success with Appalachian State, now let's see what he can do at Louisville. But he's going to have a tough, tough season for him. I mean, you know, he maybe get some wins. The biggest thing is he will be a hero for them if he can win a conference game because they've been needing a conference win.
1: <laughs> I think they could get maybe three, four wins. I mean, it should be kind of easy. You're in the ACC. That's not a tough conference at all. So I you said,
0: know, when you play Clemson and then, I mean, yeah. Yeah just, I, yeah, yeah, just Clemson. Yeah. Just Clemson. you give up 77 to Clemson, right? <laughs> that's all. That's easy. Um, but uh, Notre Dame will win big. Ian Book will look great. And, um, you know, this isn't much of a game. It should be over by halftime.
1: Yeah, so I'm going Notre Dame forty-five, but I they give up twenty-seven. Really? Twenty-seven. I think Louisville will sneak in some points at the end. It won't be close. The score, will, it'll be, it'll feel like a hundred to nothing. But
0: I'm going Notre Dame thirty-eight, Louisville seven.
1: So.
0: Yeah, I so. think Notre Dame defense will be strong. You know, Brian Kelly has done a great job with this program. Again, undefeated except not doing well in the college football playoff. Uh, Notre Dame has something to prove that people go, look, we are not that. That game doesn't define us. We had a great season, bad ending. That bad ending does not define how they start this season.
1: Every year, though, Notre Dame, top ten, and then they just fluke. Well, it's like a fluke.
0: Everyone says should they join a conference, and I think there's a growing movement. I saw someone on ESPN, I didn't watch the video, but it just said Paul Feinbaum, everyone loves Paul Feinbaum, <laughs> said that Notre Dame should never be in the college football playoff again. Now, i got to admit, I've got bias. I'm a Notre Dame fan. You know, I love, I love watching the Fighting Irish, so... I disagree with that strongly, but there is the argument now: should they be in a conference to make it fair? But they basically play pretty much a, a- ACC team, right? I mean, they. They much...
1: do, but yeah, it's just I just don't think they should be in the play. I didn't think they should have last year. I didn't think they would win. I didn't. I mean, they're undefeated, so give them props for that. But I didn't think they would win the playoff. I mean, they deserved it, but I don't think they should have been in there. Yeah. So like, if they played a conference game or a conference title, you have to go through familiar foes. Um, well, I guess now they do with the ACC, but I mean, so Notre, Notre Dame, I think they'll have a successful year, but I don't think it'll be as good as last year for sure. You don't think they'll be no. anywhere close to the playoffs. No. I think it's one of those Notre Dame years where they just don't do as well as they should.
0: Well, okay, Notre Dame, you know, it, they're scheduled, they play Georgia here in a few weeks.
1: And they play Michigan, right?
0: And they play Michigan in, uh, at the end of October. You know, they play. USC uh, at the end. They play, well, they actually, they play Stanford. Stanford. They got USC in October. Uh, uh, they play Stanford right at the end, Boston College, they'll see Duke, they'll see Virginia Tech, they'll see Navy. Um, but really the big huh? game is gonna be that Georgia game in a couple weeks, which will be really fun. If Notre Dame can beat Georgia though, that could be Georgia's it probably should be That'll Georgia's put. it should be Georgia's first loss yeah. if, if that happens. Which could then we could talk about does that knock out Georgia, you know, from a playoff talk, you know, an early loss like that. But it could also be a defining moment for Ian Book and the offense and whole Brian Kelly's team that, hey, maybe they're back on track. If they can beat them, maybe they beat Michigan. They beat Michigan. You know, That's right now two if, top ten yep. very favorite offensive teams that could put Notre Dame in the conversation again. So I think Notre Dame could be back in the conversation.
1: If Notre Dame beats both those teams, put them in the playoff because they're going to go undefeated otherwise. But, yeah, those are two tough games. So even if they barely squeak them out, Big win for Notre Dame, and I think that could put them in the playoff for sure and knock Georgia out. Definitely knock Michigan out. But, yeah.
0: And it's hard to knock out Georgia. I mean, uh, it's like everyone loves them because it's the SEC. Yeah. Which, we'll talk about it, but I'm sure we got some <laughs> things to say about the SEC from this past weekend. But
1: Yeah. Um... Do you want to start college football or go in the MLB right, first?
0: We had a good weekend. Let's talk about a of this past
1: weekend. Cause All right.
0: There's some things that happened that people should be pretty embarrassed about, right?
1: Some blown leads by some Oregon Ducks. So that I I picked Oregon to win the game. You had Auburn. I was feeling good. Third quarter, they're up twenty-one to six. Justin Herbert having a decent game, and then the train or the wheels just fell off.
0: Yeah, Auburn bone Nix kind of gave himself a name here, right? A true freshman quarterback that you, you the first drive, you know first couple drives, he had some moments of a deep pass or whatever, but it just didn't click until the second half, and then really in the fourth quarter, he didn't look like a true freshman.
1: Game winning drive by the true freshman.
0: No timeouts. If he gets sacked, that game's over. Or they're scrambling to try to tie it up and kick a field goal. He away. got
1: a fourth and three, um, QB run.
0: Yeah, that was. Scrambled huge. for. That was and three, easy. and that saved that game for him. And then that deep pass for the touchdown. He was like, "That's a little cherry on top right there." That was a veteran move.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. He played great. So we'll see. They've got a tough schedule. Did they play Georgia this year.
0: Uh, let's see.
1: Definitely play Alabama. So I mean, SEC is going to be tough.
0: Yeah, you know, you look at Auburn's schedule. They've got A and in a couple weeks. Same weekend as that Notre Dame Georgia. Um, they do play Alabama the last week. They will have Florida. They will have LSU. Georgia, also. I mean, the November is going to be interesting for Auburn. Well, of course, you play, you know, Alabama last week, but they've got Georgia two weeks before, so that's going to be a very tough November. Um, but even October with Florida, Arkansas, and LSU. I mean, not Arkansas, but Florida, LSU is going to be tough, and they're playing at Florida, at LSU. So. Oh.
1: So yeah, good win by Auburn, but I'm not completely sold on them yet. I mean, that's got that's a tough schedule.
0: They had a lot of guys coming back on their team. And you've got a true freshman quarterback, and you see how that will develop. But Gus Malzahn has—I mean—in the off-season, donors were wanting him fired. You think that if they have a bad season this year, he's out. So he's kind of coaching for his job to stay at Auburn. It—it's it, got to be tough for him. He's got to really, really, really uh, get this team where they need to be at, and it may take a win beating Alabama. I don't know what it's going to take, but again, they were what? Maybe 8-5 and five last year?
1: Yeah, not good. So
0: you really have to trim that down to at least, you know, you have to be at least 10-3. and three. And three losses may even still be in 10. Yeah, so.
1: it might. So you you see three losses for this team?
0: I mean, they've got a very tough schedule, and at Florida and at LSU, very good teams. You do have home games against Georgia and, and Bama, two very good teams. That could be four losses right there, and that could be the end of Malzon's time at Auburn.
1: Yeah, I see about three losses for sure. I think they can maybe get by Florida. Florida didn't look too great against Miami in the opener. But then SEC, Bama started out slow, 14-3 to at halftime, and then they just turned it on. It feels like they do that every game. It's close until halftime. Saw that last year with the Citadel, and then they just beat the brakes off you in the second half, so they won 42-3. to And then Tennessee, man. Tennessee is a joke, Matt. I know you want to talk about this.
0: You know, and I saw what was it? This was like the worst loss in like forty years or something for a team that. I mean, when when you're looking at the at the scoring breakdown of the you know the over under, like the spread. Was... Tennessee
1: was favored by twenty eight and a half, twenty and a half.
0: And they lost by what?
1: They lost by seven, but Tennessee got a late touchdown. Eight,
0: yeah, thirty eight thirty, yeah, eight point loss. Um... I just can't believe it. And if you're a Tennessee fan who, at this time, has still not tweeted the final score from yesterday's game, (laughs) they just kind of want to ignore it because they know they're going to get lit up on social media. What is Tennessee like? Do they have any shot at anything this year? Like That's just so demoralizing. To lose your home opener to Georgia State. (laughs) To lose your home opener... To Georgia, Georgia
1: State. It's sad. I I don't know if that team will win a game. Sees who they play out of conference, but I don't know if they'll win an SEC game for sure. But the SEC didn't look too good.
0: No the SEC. Yeah, you, you had Missouri.
1: Missouri losing to Wyoming. Wyoming people. Who Wyoming. plays at Wyoming? Josh Allen's not there. No one else is there.
0: So Kelly Bryant, you know the quarterback from Mizzou, like the hero of Clemson.
1: A hero can't do anything. No, he can't. That that's just embarrassing. And then the Ole Miss loses to Memphis, so a group of five opponent.
0: And that wasn't even a good game, fifteen no. to ten, Terrible. really. But I mean, Ole Miss, you're the SEC. Hey,
1: yeah, you got to win. Apparently, right. you're always supposed to win, SEC. And then so Georgia dominated Vanderbilt, like thirty to six. Um. So yeah, the SEC didn't look too good.
0: You know, the Big Twelve is undefeated.
1: Big Twelve is the only undefeated conference.
0: And it's funny, people were commenting on Twitter. You know, I saw this, and they're like, "Well, who the SEC, you know, play? You know, you had uh, the Wyoming game, and Georgia game Southern, Georgia Southern, you know, Georgia State, and all them. And you're like, well, you know, aren't they, uh, aren't they Power Five or whatever? You know, or you know, they were making, they were poking fun, you know, at who they were playing too, and they couldn't even beat them. Yeah. You know? And they're, of course, they're not Power Five, but. Um, you know, Memphis is a good program, yeah. so maybe you can give Ole Miss some slack, but I'm not giving Mizzou any slack. <laughs> no. I'm not giving Tennessee any slack. No. So if you want to complain that the Big 12 wasn't playing high-end competition, I mean, neither were Mizzou, neither was SEC Tennessee. never plays up to competition.
1: Bama never plays. Georgia never plays. None of those big uh, SEC teams ever play up to competition. They never schedule a big-time opponents.
0: You know, it always bothers me, too, Alabama. You know, they'll they'll just... I mean, it seems like they play a lot of their games, you know, at, at a neutral site. I mean, of course, fine, you know, opening weekend, that cool, whatever. But even it just seems like they, they're they yeah. too scared to get... They pick a top opponent um, to either play at their place. You know, they won't play on the road. It's got to be in Tuscaloosa or whatever. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. I'm not trying to dog on Alabama because we'll be doing a lot of that this year, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Um,
1: And it's with the SEC team scheduling a Cupcake FCS opponent in week 11, right before all the conference championships. So that's just not even fun. It's
0: basically a bye week or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, kind of a shocker for the SEC, and I think that's going to be eye-opening, especially, I mean, if you're Mizzou, man, it's been rough five years for them, it seems like, you know, with all all the um, stuff that's been surrounding their program and at their school. But you look at this team now, I mean, Mizzou is like, man, it's already over. How do you overcome? I mean, even if you win out, you lost to Wyoming. No offense to Wyoming. Great win for the program. But you lost to Wyoming, so it's over. I mean, it's over for them. Tennessee, Tennessee, I think, plays BYU. If BYU beats Tennessee.
1: BYU might beat Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee should just fold the program. I, I'm down for it. <laughs> but, and then, so speaking of the Big 12, Les Miles made his career debut at Kansas, got the win over Indiana State 24-17. to so we're happy to see Les Miles get a win.
0: Yeah, you know you look at this schedule, and I want to see if Kansas. You know, you gotta feel bad for Kansas. This is a team that, for a long, long, long time, has not done anything. Um, it's it's kind of their laughing stock of the Big Twelve. It's been like if they win a game, the whole conference celebrates with them because it's so especially, monumental.
1: Especially when they beat Texas. When they beat Texas, there was nothing
0: like it. So that was beautiful. You know, there's a shot. And I know we talked about this in our other episode that, you know, we had Jacob Plemets on, and he said that they could maybe get a bowl game with five wins or six wins. Um, You know, I I think I said they could maybe win four or five. But they got Coastal Carolina. They've got at Boston College. But they're home to West Virginia. I think Kansas can beat West Virginia. West Virginia barely beat James Madison over the weekend. Then they're at TCU, but then October 5th, they're coming to Norman. Kansas could.
1: Don't say it. Could. Don't say it.
0: Could have a winning record when they come to Norman. And it could actually be a fairly good game.
1: I thought we were talking about beating OU in Norman. Oh,
0: no chance.
1: <laughs> Fat chance.
0: You have to dream. You might actually have to just be dreaming. Like I mean, yeah, no chance at all. But there is a shot because they've got four games leading up to that.
1: Wait, O U is heading to Man or Little Manhattan this year. Kansas was in Norman last year.
0: Kansas, yes, I'm. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I'm Looking at the schedule wrong. Yeah. Little Apple. O U is going up to Kansas. My bad.
1: Could be a good good game.
0: But it would be a fun matchup if they're if they're over five hundred, and the Sooners at that point. We'll be over over five hundred. <laughs> uh, the matchup with South Dakota this week, we're all, we're, we're you know, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be very tough. UCLA um, you know, won't so be good. There's about you know twelve minutes left <laughs> up on the clock, and we've already scored, and you know you scored and whatever. We're feeling good, but I wonder if Kansas can get a couple wins for less miles, and this ends up being, I mean, not a wow, this is a matchup, but everyone's going Kansas is over five hundred coming into to play nor- not Norman, playing Oklahoma, you know, at KU. It could be interesting.
1: It could be. I mean, the game won't be close. No,
0: but now, <laughs> it'll be it a good headline. Year, if it was last year, was remember it was yeah. fifty-five to forty. Yeah. But then defense, hopefully for the Sooners, is changing, and saw that last night.
1: Yeah, the OU defense looked. They looked a lot better, much improved without Alex, Alex Grinch um, taking over the reins at defense coordinator last night. So yeah, they're they're looking good on defense, Matt. They really are.
0: And the big test will be getting into conference play. You know what can the Sooners do when they face a big 12 opponent? And so that's, the, that's kind of the big question. South Dakota should easily man him, but then you got UCLA, and that's actually going to be a good a good first test. But then once you get conference because conference, everyone knows big 12 conference plays
1: Air great. raid. yeah. So yeah, you got to stop passing the ball, but the def- defensive backs looks all right t- all right uh, last night, and then linebackers look pretty good. Kenneth Murray he's, he's a beast.
0: I mean, yeah, great But I mean, who stole the show? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I mean, what he was able to do, and you've, got, you've probably got all the rundown of the stats. Yeah, so
1: here's his passing attempts. 20 for 23. Three incompletions. Uh, t- 332 yards. Three touchdowns. And that's passing. You here's hear his rushing stats. So 16 attempts for 176 yards and three touchdowns. He had double the amount of touchdowns he did in completions.
0: School record for a sooner debut right there.
1: Yeah, it was. And then, so over the last 15 years, about 10,600 games. Did the math on this. So there have been, so 300 pass yards and three pass TD games, there have been 1,059. 150 yard rushing games plus three rushing TDs, there have been 519. And so both to do those in the same game, only two people, Johnny Manziel and Jalen Hurts.
0: Impressive company. I mean, what Manziel did in college was
1: unbelievable. You know,
0: unbelievable. It was fun to watch. Um, so Jalen Hurts is going to be something for the Sooners. And as we were, we saw, uh, you know ESPN, you know Vegas is putting out that you know Hurts now is kind of right now leading the Heisman race. It's
1: Three to one odds for Trevor, Tua, and Jalen.
0: And I'm excited for this, of course, with the Sooner bias. You know, got to support the Sooners as well. But you know, before the season, I did not put. Jalen in my Heisman race, which kind of on purpose, because didn't put Kyler last year. Kyler (laughs) won. So i got to keep the trend here. Um, But right now, what he was able to do better than Trevor Lawrence, better than Tua, better than really anybody else. I mean, Jalen was the offense for the Sooners last night. And he looked good. Now, of course he wouldn't admit that. After the game, he said
1: he's got work. He's He's got got work to to do. do. So. But yeah, he looked good, but you wanted to see him stay in the pocket a little bit longer. It looked like when the play wasn't opening up at first, he would just take off and run. I mean, he had 176 rushing yards, so he did good. But yeah, what Lincoln Riley can do with quarterbacks, why don't we give Lincoln a Heisman Trophy? Like, he should. That dude is just a miracle worker. But yeah, Jalen looks really much improved throwing the ball than he did coming from Alabama. It, it's going to be a fun year to watch him. I He can definitely win the Heisman for sure. Like, just half that stat, half those stats. I think he's got the Heisman on lock. Who doesn't want to see Jalen Hurts win the Heisman? I think everyone's going to vote for him.
0: I want Nick Saban to be in attendance. <laughs> Stare him down and say, Nick, could have been with you.
1: Yeah, that's what you get. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun year with Jalen Hurts. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. That The OU team's going to be dangerous. Big 12, watch out. They're going to get five straight Big 12 championships. I, I can just see it five straight for OU, maybe another college football playoff um, uh, appearance, and then maybe, hopefully, we take down Alabama in the national championship. That'd be fun to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, a matchup, OU and Alabama um, with an improved defense will be a lot better than last year's matchup. That's for
1: sure. (laughs) Yes, it will. It will be a lot better. (laughs) So yeah, that was the rundown of uh, this past weekend in football. We got Notre Dame, Louisville tonight. But it was a good weekend we're excited for next weekend lsu texas talk more about that next week so matt you want to talk some mlb i know it's the last month of the season so take it on in
0: yeah so it is the last month of the season and and let's just kind of look real quickly at some of the races um for the al east it, the yankees have got this unlocked. they've got a nine and a half games uh they're leading the race but tampa bay's nine and a half back from them so Yankees got that unlocked. The AL Central is still going to be a little interesting. Now, Minnesota's got it, but Cleveland is only six back. And we've seen, of course, um, you know, the Red Sox from I believe it was 2012 have an eight-game lead of the division, and they choked it away like on the last night. I remember that night? And I think it was back in 2012 when it was like three or four races came down to the final night. Yeah. And it was crazy how like the Yankees and Tampa Bay were playing, Orioles and Red Sox were playing. I think the Red Sox walked it off. The Yankees or Tampa Bay was like down like nine nothing in a game or something. Came back and walked it off or something. It was like a crazy night. I don't know if it's going to come down to that, but Cleveland still has a shot. AL West, it's Houston. They've got on lock. NL East, Atlanta's got it. Even though Washington six and a half back. I don't see the Braves blowing this in the final month. I think they've got on lock. NL West, Dodgers have an 18-game lead.
1: Wow. <laughs> so
0: they have locked it. There's no shot. But it's the NL Central. We've talked about this for months. St. Louis leads the division. Cubs are three games back and Milwaukee six and a half back for the division. That's the race that you're going to watch. That's the race that's going to be the most exciting in baseball. For the AL and the Wild Card, it's Tampa Bay and Cleveland got the spots. Oakland's a half game back. Boston's five back. Those are the only four teams that matter. And then the NL, Washington Cubs lead it. And then there's a there's four other teams that could still make a push. Philly's two and a half back. Brewers are three and a half. Arizona's four. Mets are four. The Mets have been on an insane tear. It's been fun to watch the Mets in the second half of the season. Can they try to sneak in and take a spot? From maybe Washington, or maybe more likely, take it from the Cubs right now. Uh, That would bring excitement if you have the Yankees and the Mets in playoffs.
1: Oh, Yankees would definitely go farther. Yeah,
0: I mean, (laughs) mean, look, they've gotten what ninety wins right now. So
1: first team to ninety wins, baby.
0: So, I like I said, you know, this this team, this Yankees team, is stacked. Offensively, even though with injuries they've had all throughout the year, pitching staff. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons to get them deep in the
1: postseason. Yes, sir. So, World Series predictions, Matt?
0: Well, I've said it from the beginning. I think the Yankees are going to win it all. Who they match up with, I think the Dodgers could get back. The Astros pose a scary threat, and I hate to admit that. I'm not an Astros fan. I hate uh, saying that. I hate it. But they could also. they, they, They could make it to the World Series. They've got the pitching staff. With Verlander.
1: No-hitter yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah, Verlander had the no-hitter, and, and, and then Granke. All three of them are just scary. That's a scary yep. trio. They've got, uh, yeah, that Houston team. Dangerous.
1: i got to go Yankees, Dodgers. I mean, easy hometown team. Well, not really hometown, but yeah, New, know, York New York, so. York at heart. New York state of mind. Yeah. You got it. So, yeah, Yankees. Yankees easy. Chase for 28. No big deal.
0: We'll, we'll see what happens in a next couple of weeks. See if you get some of those guys healthy. You know, Stan's been out, have not he? So yeah. Get him back in the lineup and get everyone geared up and ready. You know, the Twins have, I think, been do- well, they've been dominating the league in home runs. They- they've led the league in-, in-, in team home runs. So you've got a-, a Twins team that will be in the playoffs. You've got an Astros team with a-, a scary lineup, but really more probably insane pitching staff. Yankees are just scary top to bottom. I mean, this is going to be a fun fun three teams to watch from the American League side. And then you've got on the National League side, you know, a Braves team that's very young, and they've done a really good job. A Dodgers team that's, you know, beating everyone. And then what happens in the NL Central? Do the Cubs make it back? Do the the Cardinals make it back? Or will the Brewers sneak back in? I mean, those are three teams also to watch, right, that NL Central's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, so it should be fun watching the last month of baseball. I'm ready for postseason baseball. Nothing better than... Watching some postseason baseball while tailgating for some college football,
0: and NFL, NFL too. And then basketball will be starting up again. Ooh. a lot of things happening in the next two months. We're getting a lot of sports rolling.
1: Ready for prime time, baby. So, go to on this day in history, nineteen thirty one. Bing Crosby makes his solo radio debut. There's nothing better than listen listening some Bing Crosby, um, uh, sing some Christmas music, chilling by the fire, drinking some hot chocolate. Nothing better.
0: You know, it's not too early to start getting ready for Christmas.
1: No, it is not.
0: Uh, you know, I, I'll, I start singing songs at this
1: point <laughs> already, you know. They've already got Halloween decorations out everywhere.
0: I'm sure somewhere in America, Christmas decorations are already looming and sit waiting. Hobby so, Lobby. Uh, Hobby Lobby. Place, I'm sure there's already Christmas trees there. You know? <laughs> just, who needs the rest of the holiday? Skip Halloween, skip Thanksgiving, let's just get ready for Christmas. We
1: should do Christmas twice a year. Maybe four times a year. Well,
0: Hallmark Channel does Christmas in (laughs) July, so why not, right?
1: I'm all for it. Yeah, just have
0: two Christmases.
1: Double the presents. Double
0: the presents, double the fun, but no double the snow, unfortunately. Ah. I don't think you see snow in July much anymore.
1: No. At any point. No, you don't. Just extreme heat.
0: That's right. Only here in Norman, Oklahoma. That's right. So, yeah, that's all I had to say. (laughs) I got on a Christmas tangent, so. (laughs) All
1: right, so we'll go through some other news. So, Apple is removing iMessage games. So, Game Pigeon, it's gone. Who am I going to beat in 8-Ball pool now?
0: I definitely can beat you in mini-golf.
1: You could not beat me in mini-golf.
0: Well, I'm like a king at mini-golf.
1: You trying to go mini-golfing? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, we'll Facebook it live. Really? Even yeah. though we don't have a Facebook.
0: Yeah, so probably wouldn't be live anyway. Twitter. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. Yeah, we'll see. I'll just say that I won because I already did, so,
1: yeah. Yeah, 8-Ball Archery... Paintball, it's a big basketball. Loss it's a big loss. It is a big loss. <laughs> so you see, this weekend, uh, Kevin Hart suffered a major back injuries in a car accident yesterday, after his nineteen seventy Plymouth Barracuda lost control and ran off the road.
0: Yeah, that's scary. I, I hope that he can make a full recovery and everything, because uh, you know Kevin Hart's he's hilarious, and so you we know, wish him the best and quick recovery.
1: Yeah, the car just looked totaled. It was bad. It, I, I it's it's amazing how he survived so yeah. that. It was bad. It's really bad. But then, yeah, as we mentioned earlier, Justin Verlander throws a no hitter versus the Blue Jays. So I bet Jacob Clements was very happy.
0: He was, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he
1: was. <laughs> Definitely hurts when I hear anything about the Astros. So. <laughs> Don't worry, the Yankees will knock them out for you. And then the Raptors are bringing back the white Dino unis, so we're excited to see That's those. Be
0: sick! I love when teams bring back their old school stuff. You know, I wish we, and the floors and all that.
1: How MLB does the, what is it, the nickname night or yeah, the New can, jersey. Yeah. yeah, and they've got the white and black jerseys. They need to do that for the NBA.
0: Yeah, I think you could easily do that. You know, people would probably say you could do it at the All-Star game. Not All-Star game. Yeah. It yeah, the could the All-Star game. game. You could do it at the All-Star game. But, you know, I think it could be somewhere maybe around that time. You know, because February is that month. Like, you know, you have the All-Star game. And you can do it maybe the last game for each team heading into the All-Star game or kind of have a player's weekend, you know, when, if everyone plays a game on a Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Do something like that. That'd be cool.
1: Throwback jerseys, nicknames on the back. Ooh, oh, yeah. Those would sell out.
0: You know, some throwbacks like the Utah Jazz would be kind of sick. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Nuggets.
1: Love, I love the Nuggets. Yeah, I had to bring it up. <laughs> there, so...
0: That would be pretty
1: cool. But yeah, Raptors and Bucks, those are some dope ones. Yeah. And then the Lakers, the baby blue. Ooh. So Matt, moving on to our final segment, who would you share a burger and brat? We had some good burgers and brats this weekend at tailgate.
0: Yeah, it was good food. I'm it was me, good food. That queso was oh, <laughs> so good. You know, you give me queso and chips, and I could eat it all day.
1: It it's really good.
0: It was great. Good tailgate. My, I'm sharing a burger and brought with a guy who just got paid today, like paid big bucks. Us? Well, I wish. <laughs> I really wish. Uh, but the new, store, the new starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, Jacoby Brissett, signed a two-year $30 million deal.
1: Your new fantasy football quarterback.
0: That is right. Him and Sam Darnold are rocking <laughs> my team right now. I know. It hurts me to say that a lot. But, you know, I hope he does well, but he's yep. getting paid because he is the new quarterback. And... I, uh... He can buy me some burgers and brats. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'll, you know what? I'll cook burgers and brats if he can give me, like, 40 fantasy points.
1: Yeah, I yeah, mean... Right? That'd be easy, right? He's lucky Andrew Luck retired, because that's a pretty good payday. Because he would not have been getting that.
0: No, and you know what? He's got the weapons. He's got T.Y. Hilton. He's got Marlon Mack. He's got Ebron and Jack Doyle. And he's still got weapons, but we'll see how his arm does. And
1: that divi- That division should be good, the... Uh, Houston Texans just got Kenny Stills and they got Tunsil yeah. yeah. Texans had a lot
0: going on this weekend. You know, it's, I saw someone remind me on, on Twitter that the uh, Houston fired their GM, like in the offseason, and they didn't replace him. So they've kind of got some weird voodoo thing going on in their organization where they don't really have a true GM. And I think their head coach might have some GM responsibilities or whatever. So I don't yeah. know what's going on.
1: I, I'm not a fan of Bill O'Brien. I wish he was gone.
0: Well, yeah, I think a lot of people may have that same sentiment right there. I don't know. You have to ask the players too. Kind
1: of, kind of hope they underperform so that that way he gets canned. I
0: Man, they were good last year.
1: Yeah, you know, she got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they're
0: not gonna be bad. And JJ Watt, you know.
1: True, but yeah, I'm gonna share my burger and brought with passing the torch. So the story about Gilbert Gilbert Arenas, um, he was on a podcast earlier this week, and he told this story about Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. So apparently MJ told Kobe he could never or he could wear the shoes but he would never fill them. So apparently Kobe Bryant didn't talk to anyone for 2 weeks and then when LA played the Wizards again, Kobe dropped 55. So that Mamba mentality, man.
0: That's impressive.
1: That's that's crazy. MJ told him he could wear the shoes but never fill them. Yeah. It's crazy cuz MJ could never fill LeBron's shoes.
0: Okay. <laughs> you're wrong about that, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other discussion.
1: We'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, we will. I feel like every podcast we, episode we talk about this. Like,
1: I'm just bringing order. up the facts, Matt.
0: Okay. Well, no. You're wrong. But, okay. It's your burger and brats. Not, according, trash not right. according to
1: our followers.
0: Really? I've seen a lot of back and forth.
1: Yeah, so good feedback on burgers brats, Twitter, Instagram. We need to make a Snapchat.
0: <laughs> yes, Snapchat your comments because you can't already do that on Twitter. You're right.
1: Yeah, make sure you're following us at uh, Burgers Brots at Spotify, Apple Podcast, Instagram, Twitter. Just make sure you're following us, man. You're gonna miss out on a lot.
0: And join the conversation for uh, a lot of the uh, college football this week. You know, I'm sure we'll be tweeting a lot out. So, um, you know, let us know what games you're watching. Think big things that happen. Just join the conversation.
1: Yeah, hop on the Boomer Sooner bandwagon. Jalen Hurts, back-to-back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner for OU. All right, thanks for listening.